from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Three of the nightcap. It is uh, now on to Tuesday for those of you on the East Coast as we are postpartum mm. football season. But this offseason, I'm telling you, I mean, the draft will be here before you know it. And all of these quarterbacks that could be on the move are going to make it very entertaining. But we got to keep you posted on other things as well. But we still can kind of relive what just unfolded last night. We've had some great guests on tonight. A gentleman that was uh, there in the stadium in Adam Hill. Then a gentleman in Patrick Everson who covers all things gambling news. But we need to get behind the counter. Dwayne Colucci was uh, doing just that last night at Rampart uh, here in Las Vegas. Dwayne, you know, take us through that final drive. It's 23-20. to You're on the under. You're kind of in a good situation, right? You've got the favorite or the, the dog covering, but the favorite leaning towards the win But you're sweating out overtime. Maybe the over could come home. What was the thought process, that final drive for the Bengals behind the counter? Yeah, Tim. You know, it definitely was important to the book. I discussed it with Chris Andrews prior to the game that the best-case scenario that we were looking at from the Rampart and South Point's point of view was Rams winning by one, two, or three. So it kind of lined up nicely once they took the lead. But then, you know, all of a sudden, Burrow is completing passes late in the game, something he didn't do basically to hold you know, half the fourth quarter. So it was a sweat, but you know, that defense was just monstrous. The Rams played a fabulous game defensively, despite some, uh, you know, play calling flaws by McVay. Uh, They definitely came to play. Donald was a monster. They constantly had pressure on Burrow, almost knocked him out of the game. You saw he took that big hit and he was down grimacing on the field. And, you know, you kind of had a sense that it could go to overtime and I was sweating it out, but (laughs) things worked out and, you know, they got him done. <laughs> well, and, and there's so many offerings and you guys at Rampart and South Point, you know, we talked to Vinny last week. We talked to Chris Andrews all the time uh, and, and everywhere you go, uh, there are tons of offerings. So uh, we saw the report that came out today uh, overall, you know, 15 plus million. I think it was like eight point some odd percent hold for the books for you guys. How was this result? 23, 20, uh, you know, Cooper cup winning MVP, all of that, 
coming home. How did you guys ultimately fare on Super Bowl 56? Oh, we did very well, guys. You know, we uh, we can't be more pleased. I had uh, actually an exceptional hold at my shop at the Rampart, uh, and the handle, I should say. The handle was an increase, not just, uh, you know, the hold factor, but the increase in the handle was just superior. And it was a great crowd. You know, we had a lot of people betting props at the Rampart, and uh, the South Point had some major bets on the under. Then Chris and Jimmy were able to get the buyback on the over. So it really worked out well when you have the fake favorite winning but not covering, and yet the underdog, you know, you knock down all those money line bets and those money line parlays with Cincinnati. It was very important, and we had, a, you know, a great turnout, so it was very successful for the Rampart and the South Point. Our hold was there, our handle was there, and I couldn't be more pleased. How did uh, I, Odell scoring the first touchdown, and it almost felt like early on he was trending maybe a little bit towards MVP before ultimately uh, he tears his uh, what is reported to be his ACL, but uh, that first touchdown prop, the way he had been playing, uh, did that ding you guys a little bit with uh, with a, a notable guy like Odell scoring the game's first touchdown? Yeah, well, definitely. You know, we uh, we had him. Uh, we had some good action on him, and we did have him set pretty low, though, to start. You know, we did have nine to two. You kind of anticipate that either him or Cup is going to get the ball in that uh, clutch situation close near the goal line. So, yeah, we did have a little liability, but that was the game changer, Tim. You know, once Odell got you know, banged up and knocked out. You were able to double down on Cooper Cup, right. and it seemed like it was more of a defensive battle. So, yeah, we had a little liability, but not much on Odell. A lot of people were backing Cooper Cup, the running backs, Akers, Michelle, and, you know, on the other side of the ball, you did have a lot of money on Jamar Chase, hoping that he would be, uh, break the big one, and Higgins. So, you know, there, it was spread out very nicely. We had so many props, Tim, that we're able to overcome it with the handle from the, over, uh, the other props. And, you know, it just became a great game and a great handle game from all sides of the counter. Now, Dwayne, betters all around the world are kind of like, I need a break. <laughs> Football was a lot. I mean, the playoffs in the NFL alone. They're not sweating out Latvia against uh, no, uh, no, Denmark No, like no, no right they're now. not. <laughs> but from a book standpoint, like, talk us through, like, okay, the day after Super Bowl and, and the next week. You know, how does this right. fare for you guys, especially until – you know, we get to the start of March Madness. Yeah, well, Sean, you got 300 college games this week, so that helps. You know, the, the players' focus turns into the college, the NBA, and the NHL. We have a, a great Vegas Golden Knight following, so we're getting great handle on the Vegas Golden Knights. They have two big games this week, and then once that uh, Olympic break that was supposed to take place ends, you have some good handle with the NHL. NBA is always a major factor. I have, uh, you know, a great clientele with that at my shop, so uh, if things are looking good, and then you have the horse racing as it rolls into the Kentucky Derby, and hopefully that paramutual contract this year, things are looking optimistic with that. So, you know, it's a great time to see and it rolls right into March Madness. You have the conference tournaments, a lot of excitement, and we're going to do it up at the Rampart for March Madness. We got some great raffles and drawings and different things planned. So, you know, it, it's going to be a good time for the book, Sean. We don't really suffer too much, but you know, nothing is like the NFL. NFL is king. 
Super Bowl handle, and, uh, you know, you get that done. A lot of people cashing tickets today. That's what it's all about, you know, <laughs> after the game and the very next day. You know, you have to keep uh, a watchful eye. Everybody is getting paid, and everybody has claims, questions, and a lot of people checking prop tickets. You know, they hand you stacks of tickets. <laughs> They're looking for prop results. So it's an exciting time leading into March Madness, Sean. You know, and we're talking to Dwayne Colucci over at the Rampart. And one thing, they make sure every ticket teller that you hand it in, you know, the cash that, oh, would you like your money or would you like to make another play? <laughs> they always give you the oh, option, huh? Oh, let me think. You have oh. to sell it. Oh, <laughs> let me think here. Uh, Dwayne, you know, uh, our good friend Jimmy Ott down in uh, in Baton Rouge, I know he has you on often. Um, you know, for you, what is, uh, what is the sport that you like to handicap the most? I, I know that you go on there. You talk a lot of puck. Uh, we got a, a Puck Stradamus yeah, over here. Puck so, so, so where are you right now on your power ratings, and do you see any value uh, in the uh, in the futures market when you look around the NHL at this point in time? Yeah, it's kind of difficult because I think there was like a sort of a cup preview last week when I was watching Tampa play Colorado. Yeah, what a game. Like that game was so intense, right, yeah, Sean? I yeah. mean, that was just what the NHL is all about. And that's a, a focal game. And those two teams really look top-notch right now. Plus, Florida is a very solid team. They score a lot of goals, so you have to keep your eye on that. And if Bobrovsky stays uh, you know, somewhat healthy and they have a good goalie tandem going into the playoffs, that's definitely a team to watch. Washington is taking a step back, in my opinion, guys. They're, they're really so frustrated. Up on times. Oh, they're so yeah, frustrated. Yeah, you know, they, they just can't get it done. And it seems like they're losing to mediocre teams now, Sean. So, you know, some of these teams have taken step forward. Uh, I'm going to be at the game Wednesday night. Jack Eichel is supposed to make his return. So we're going to see how good the Vegas Golden Knights are. And you're going to be missing Mark Stone, the captain. So we'll see if Eichel could step right in and make a difference. But it's going to be so difficult. Because he sat out for a while, guys. So, you know, I think Colorado is definitely going to be the top dog out west. And it's hard to get, you know, past them, in my opinion. Maybe Edmonton could get hot. There might be some value there. And Calgary is very hot, guys. Why yeah. Calgary? That Tyler Toffoli move today yeah. will help them. And they're playing very well. They won back-to-back games last week. And they have some awesome firepower. So there might be some value on Calgary. The East, I'm kind of leaning towards the favorites. I'm a little chalky. Maybe the Rangers at 20-1 to 1 if Shesterkin gets real hot. Uh, you know, they they have Chris, uh, Chris Kreider there who's been scoring at a phenomenal pace. They have Panarin. When healthy, they have great players, Zibanejad, but they have to be healthy. That's the key. You know, Panarin's been in and out of the uh, lineup. Zibanejad is known to get injured, but he's been healthy this year. So maybe the Rangers and Calgary. Yeah, the Rangers have reminded me of Washington. Though. They've been extremely frustrating. They lose the teams that they have yeah. no business you know, allowing to be on the ice with them. I will say this. I was going to say I was on radio today in Toronto, and uh, they asked me what my number one futures play in the NHL was, and I said Calgary. Mm. I think the Toffoli pickup yeah. is huge for them. Of course, Colorado's the odds-on favorite. I mean, they've been basically unbeatable in Colorado. And as you look at, you know, the Eastern Conference, Dwayne, I think whoever ends up with home, home ice out of Florida and Tampa, you know, is coming out of the East. I just think Florida's right. – Splits are so bad on the road. They almost have to have home ice throughout the playoffs, which right now they do. But, you know, I still think Tampa's championship pedigree matters. And you're kind of getting the lightning at a pretty good number here. You know, uh, what is it? What are they doing in the NHL right now? I think it's six or seven to one. Yeah. 
I was going to say seven or eight. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, so if, they, if they're after, after we win three in a row, then people will be like, wow, I, I could have got seven to one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. And Vasilevsky, too, who's yeah. the best. You know that. Right. He's a great wall, so I can't argue with you there, Sean. Definitely the Florida teams. Maybe Carolina, too. They play good. They play a nice brand of hockey. But I don't think they're right there. I think you're correct. Tampa, when they're playing their best hockey, is the best team. They've proven that now two years in a row, going on three, and they're just monstrous. Yeah, so yesterday I, I made, uh, you know, of course the Super Bowl's going on. I'm sitting in the uh, VEASAN office hey, looking at the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Derby Futures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rewind, I rewatched Zandon and uh, I think uh, Simplification, a couple other horses oh I got my, my eye on. We're not ready for that. <laughs> I'm not ready. I, I love you, Sean. Dwayne, I'm sure you we can gotta rattle together, off, Dwayne. too. We've got to get together, Dwayne. Yes. Uh, uh, definitely come down. We're, we're, not, we're not ready for, for the handicap of the Kentucky Derby. We'll get there, but we're just not ready. Hey, Dwayne, always appreciate it, man. Uh, and uh, I know I speak for a lot of betters. We're just thrilled that the book had a great day, you know? Oh, yeah, I'm sure you guys are. <laughs> Thanks, Dwayne Gallucci over at the Rampart. Go say hello, and uh, when you cash your ticket, he'll make sure to say, would you like to have another bet? It is the Nightcap here on VC. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city cats designed to tackle sports betting. From the local perspective, there are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city casts wherever you get your podcasts. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, the night removed from Super Bowl 56, where Sean was a, a happy man, almost a jubilant yeah, Man. I still don't know how since he lost. Uh, they don't block very well, and they got Aaron Donald mad. So as I watched the game, two things. Mm-hmm. Zach Taylor got away from the run game, which is a huge mistake. I said all they along. Having, yeah, you were right. You have to run the ball against that front. And they were having success. And Burrow was not the poised, cool, calm, collected guy he's been. A couple of those sacks were on him. 
Like there were multiple times where he had an opportunity to throw the ball away and it'd be second and six instead of second and 15, and he just held on and took the sack. A couple times on second down, throw the ball away, it's third and four as opposed to third and 15. So a couple of those were on him. Now, granted, the offensive line didn't play great, but understanding that as a quarterback, an experienced quarterback, you know, incompletion doesn't kill you. Mm-hmm. You know, taking a nine-yard sack on second and four does. You know, so I think he's going to look at that game and, and feel like he didn't play his best game of football, which is surprising. That's the first time on a big stage that I've seen Joe not play at an elite level. And maybe it's because of me. Maybe I hyped him up too much. What I said, best quarterback ever <laughs> after the game? Jeez. <laughs> but he didn't get to uh, 11 and a half incomplete or over 11 and a half incomplete. Yeah, because he held on to the ball and all those sacks. Throw him away, Joe. Jeez. Come on, man. Man. I mean, if I'm not going to get Aaron Donald to win MVP, at least throw it away so I can win one of those prop plays. And granted, now they didn't, they didn't, the offensive line was not good, but three of those sacks specifically could have been prevented what by cha- just throwing the ball away. As you rewatch the game, what changed schematically by either the Rams' defensive front or the Bengals' offensive line? Because it felt like early on in the game, they were throwing two bodies at Aaron Donald. They were chipping him, and they only had one sack in the first first half. It felt like they were having a, a decent amount of success. Well, two on. things happened. First of all, since he got away from running the ball, that's true. And they start running a game on the back end, a, a TE game between um, Floyd and I'm drawing a blank on the other D tackle on his name. Because what Cincinnati's plan was, was they were sliding the center to whatever side Donald. Donald was on and giving them a three-man surface. So basically three to block two, and then your backside guard and tackle are manned up. And so the Rams start running a little tackle game where the tackle gets vertical and goes outside. I mean, the defensive tackle goes outside and the end wraps around. And, you know, it's causing some issues for Cincy because Cincy's not very good on the O-line. And a couple times, even when the center slid to Donald, like the guard, just bad hand placement, bad initial step. Like on the last play of the game, that guard has, outs- has inside help on Aaron Donald. So knowing that, you have to set to his outside shoulder and not get beat outside so if you think about the quarterback center guard on the left side Aaron Donald this left guard has help from the center inside he got beat on the outside Mm. that's just bad technique like you have to force him to to come to your inside shoulder where you know your center is sliding over to give you some assistance so you know just mental weakness by the Bengals uh, offensive line like not being able to handle the different games the Rams are running and then Burrow didn't play great yeah. I mean, just the reality of it, it is what it is. It doesn't diminish his star or where he's potentially headed. But for whatever reason in this game, he wasn't the cool, calm, collected, efficient borough that we've been accustomed to seeing. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, and, you know, once again, I, I thought <clears throat> I didn't really wager on on the side. I had Rams money line. Um, you know, your, your bet ultimately came home. Um yeah, it'd be interesting if ifs and buts were candy and nuts. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's it's similar. I said it at halftime, right? It felt like the Odell Beckham injury was Jamison Williams all over again in the national championship. That changed the dynamic of and that game. And it was. Since he just, unlike Georgia, didn't make the plays at the end to seal the game. Right. Um, so we never hit on these because, you know, the Westgate Superbook has just had just countless props. 
And uh, you obviously can't bet on these now, but uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts on which side will ultimately win these bets. So they had NCAA tournament bets. And these are how they have been graded out. And actually, for the most part, outside of the Purdue one, I think there's a lot of a lot of sweating to be had. So let's start with this first one. Gonzaga NCAA tournament wins against Tyler Boyd catches. If Gonzaga goes back to the national championship not. and loses, then it will be a push. If they win the national championship, then they ultimately cash this prop. Tyler Boyd's aside. Tyler Boyd had five catches. By the way, you can't bet on these anymore. Uh, this was a pre-Super pre Bowl. Um, I think... The next one was interesting. Gonzaga's making the NCAA tournament, so... Right, but they're not winning I mean, sorry, it. making the Final Four, I no, think. No, 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 no. A cigar bet? No. Okay. You're on pause. Anyway, go to the next one. This one was interesting because... No. All I'm talking part. about the next one. Purdue tournament wins they versus said, mixing first rush attempt. They just have to win one game. Right, but they're, you could have not been able to win... If he goes for 10 yards. Oh, yeah. On the first one. So, oh, for sure. Right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, there's a lot of risk involved there. A lot of risk, <laughs> but if you played Purdue here, you're sitting pretty. Right. They are likely going to be a one seed. Now, yeah. I think Purdue has a very, very flawed team. They are. But they're not going to lose in the first two no, rounds. No, no, yeah. no. They're too talented offensively. Yeah. They're They'll too lose big to down. another good team if they won't. Yeah. Unless they get a terrible draw. But they're they're going to win in a game, right? They're going to win a game. I mean, we've only seen you know one sixteen seed in the history of the NCAA tournament win a game. That was risky because if Mixon goes for seven yards, absolutely, you, you can't even you win. Lose. It. Yeah. You automatically lose. I mean, that's what the funny thing is about a lot of these, Sean. Like Tyler Boyd, uh, his over under was three and a half catches, but Aaron Schatz came on here. He was like Tyler Boyd's going to have a big game. I played. It was one of the few prop bets that actually hit. Was over three and a half. All right, let's. Yeah, uh, Tyler Boyd also dropped a huge one. He did first drop yeah. of the year. All right, let's, let's keep it rolling. Hype him up too let's much. see. Uh, let's see. Arizona tournament wins is a uh, an uh, was plus a half against Stafford touchdowns and interceptions. Stafford had five, so Arizona for you to win this bet needs to get to the national championship game. They got to win it though, right? No, because if they get five, they win this. Oh, because they got the plus underdog. half. Yeah, yeah, that's probably not gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. They're just so inconsistent. I mean, they'd have to play like the good Arizona for four games in a row, which we haven't really seen that. Auburn, they need to get to the national championship game. Van Jefferson receptions, he had four, but Auburn was a slight favorite, zero and a half. So in order to win that bet, Auburn needs to get five NCAA tournament wins. Do they get there? Yeah. Oh, you think the Auburn's going to the national Oh, yeah, I've already got the future on that. Well, I do too. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, I don't know who beats Auburn. I'm going to be honest. On a neutral court, I mean – as long as, you know, Bruce Pearl can convince his two-point guards that they aren't Kyrie, I mean, I don't think Auburn loses. I think they win it all. Only thing will derail them is those point guards. Is they, they hit the YOLO button a little too much. Going to Arkansas clearly was uh, yeah. what derailed them a little bit. All right, let's, uh, let's run through a but couple. But you're not going to be in a road game like that in attorney. Baylor needs to get to the Elite Eight to win this bet. It was uh, Baylor tournament wins z minus zero and a half. So they were a favorite a toss up. against Bengals, two touch, uh, touchdowns. They had two touchdowns. Baylor, if they get to three wins, which would mean they get to the Elite Eight, uh, they would win this bet. If they get to the Sweet 16 and get knocked out, 
then Bengals touchdowns would win this bet because it was minus a half. So I would say, uh, yeah, I would agree with you. I would say. So Jonathan, I can, I'm not going to try and pronounce his uh, his last name. The kid from Baylor, Chachoa or something. I can't, I can't pronounce his name. Akinjo? But he's a forward for oh, them. James Akinjo? Oh, Jonathan. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the big, big guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's out for the year, which is big for them. He's got season-ending knee surgery coming up. So that's a toss-up on the Baylor one. I would say – Baylor could lose their first game or they could end up in the Final Four. I wouldn't be surprised either way. I would say Baylor doesn't make it to the Elite Eight. I'd uh, agree with that. Uh, Kentucky – Tournament wins. This one should be an easy victory. It better be. Kentucky needs to get to the Sweet 16 uh, to win this bet. Kentucky tournament wins versus Burrow touchdowns and interceptions. If you bet Kentucky, couldn't ask for a better result. Get to the next one quick. Burrow touchdown interceptions. All right. Villanova, Sean, needs to get to the Elite Eight. (laughs) Rams first half touchdowns for the victory. Nova's a prime candidate to lose their second game in the tournament. And uh, I, I'm sorry, Wes Reynolds. I don't see Indiana getting to the Sweet 16. Uh, Cooper Cup touchdowns. He had two. They were a pick em, uh there. So a fun, uh, a fun grading of a prop if you played some NCAA tournament wins versus the Super Bowl yesterday at the Super Bowl. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. VSN has a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VSN all access to everything we do from now through the college basketball championship on April 4th for only 29 bucks. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. This deal only helps once a year, so don't miss out. Visit vcin.com slash madness to sign up today. Man, the Clippers are Putting it on the Golden State Warriors tonight. They came into this game, Sean, as six and a half point home dogs, and they are leading the Warriors 100 to 84. So, a dog that is barking, mm. just like the Baja man. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Boy, I thought the dogs were barking in so far. This wasn't meant to be. Plus 216. There's the dog barking sound. Mm. Uh, let's get to some uh, some of the dogs that are barking before we get uh, to a little uh, NBA futures discussion. Uh, we saw the Oklahoma City Thunder, ladies and gentlemen, walk into Madison Square Garden as 10-point underdogs and emerge victorious. You mentioned you said no shade Gilgis Alexander yeah. for the Thunder, and they beat the Knicks. Nice for that. Uh, if you like the under on their season win total, thank you, JVT. I believe they're now seven wins away from clinching that. 127-123. The Thunder barking tonight at Madison Square Garden. Another dog that was barking. How about the Portland Trailblazers trading away C.J. McCollum? And uh, they walk into Milwaukee tonight. Giannis out. 
The Portland Trailblazers ultimately go off here at Circa as an 11.5 point underdog, Sean, plus 495 on the money line. Never in doubt. The Portland Trailblazers, 122 to 107. Dog barking in Milwaukee. So a couple of road dogs. They might be a team to follow because they just knocked off the Lakers. Yep. Shorthanded. So, I mean, maybe Chauncey, you know. They've won three in a row now. Young guys are believing since they got rid of C.J. McCollum. They, you know, Anthony Simons went for 31 tonight. Um, Knicks, they beat the Knicks. Now they've beaten the Bucks. Next up, Sean, you're going to back them against the Grizzlies in a couple nights on the road? We're a big number. <sighs> going to be a big number. That's Jaw, though. I know. Yeah, you know, if, if Jaw's not playing, then yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, Giannis wasn't playing, so it kind of makes them, you know, it matters. Uh, New Orleans, a home dog today, barking at home. They went off, Sean, as a three-and-a-half-point home dog. They hammer the Toronto Raptors, 120-90. to C.J. McCollum's new team, his old team, yeah. wins as a road dog. His new team wins as a home dog tonight, 120-90. to Cash that plus 145 on the money line. Uh, easy winner there. Think about putting... Those Thunder three. with Trailblazers with Pelicans. That'd be nice. That'd be a nice one. And you could have added the Clippers because the Clippers plus 216 on the money line here. At yeah, Circus they're winning Show. too. They're up big, 103 to 84. So the dogs barking tonight uh, on the money line in the NBA. College basketball, not as much. Uh, the biggest underdog I saw that came home was the pride of Jerry Rice. Mississippi Valley State, Sean. They beat Alabama State by a final score tonight of 85 to 71. Wow. They were 1 and 21 coming into this game. They were 11 point underdogs against the mighty Alabama State Hornets, and they win 85 to 71. So the biggest dog I could find, plus 510 on the money line. Mississippi Valley State, the Delta Devils, I believe, is their nickname. Uh, they get it done. That's why they play the game. 85 to 71. Uh, that is the biggest dog that I see in college basketball that came home tonight. What was the uh, Clippers money line plus what? Uh, it was 265. Is that what you said? It was uh, here at Circa 216. 216. All right, I'm doing something here. You're, you're doing some math there, putting yeah. it all together? Yeah. 475, 400, 135, and 216. Yeah, the dogs barking, man. Oh, my goodness. Dogs were barking. Could have changed the life tonight with this thing. <laughs> if only we had Biff's Almanac uh, from. Uh, well, from all Back these games the were, were playable, to be honest. I mean, the Knicks shouldn't be big favorites versus anybody. You know, Giannis wasn't playing for the Bucks. You know, the hard one would have been the Clippers. Mm-hmm. To me, that would have been the hard game to get to. Yeah, so there you go. Some dogs uh, coming home. You're doing a little parlay calculator over there? Yeah, give me one second. (laughs) So if you put – oh, my gosh, it's going to blow your mind. So if you put those four underdogs Uh on a 14 money line parlay, played it for 100 bucks. what do you think it returns? Oh, God. So we got – As a normal 14 parlay at 100 would bring back 1,000 plus your 100 back. Uh, 25K. (laughs) 21.3. <laughs> is that good that's a nice little return yeah that's a little return on your investment there 
Like, what um, were you doing earlier? I even texted you and Aaron, you what do you like tonight? And neither one of you hit me back with Thunder Moneyline. Hold on. I had that text. I had that text ready to go. I said, uh, Thunder, Trailblazers, Pelicans, and Clippers. That, I, I, you and you knew that? this was coming because the NBA had yeah. been so favored heavy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you knew this was coming. It's the NBA, man. <laughs> oh. Edmonton out here doing the good Lord's work. and There you go. Winnipeg somewhere hanging out like they didn't get their butt beat tonight at home. See, I know you're going to yell at me, and you were close, but what if you had just played I did. all three of these games well, I played when on the I played line. the Minnesota Wild straight on a straight ticket. Okay. All right. So I did make money tonight. There you but go. Seven to four. I wanted my YOLO bet to come in. It would have been nice. I wanted Oregon to, you know, not blow a nine-point or not blow a nine-point lead with uh, yeah. 43 seconds to go. All right. Let's, uh, we're going to get to college basketball to wrap up the show. Pretty good slate tomorrow. I don't know what you're going to do. Because the team that you really believe in, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, are going to Cameron. So it's I'm like. I do like what I always do. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a top 10 matchup in the Big East. I do have some plays tomorrow for you, though. So. Can't wait. Yeah, I did my research. All right, good. Yeah. All right, but let's, uh, let's a little hit a little NBA uh, in, in the closing seconds here. Your current uh, MVP market has Joel Embiid remaining the favorite at plus 160. Your reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic, at plus 320. Giannis, plus 370. Steph Curry at 6-1. to one. John Morant, 11-1. Devin Booker at 17-1. to one. His teammate, Chris Paul, at 20-1. to one. And uh, Aaron came in during the break and said, uh, you know, there's, there's some real buzz about DeMar DeRozan with the Bulls. Which, uh, man, I... I was uh, I was on the money about the Russell Westbrook trade being a disaster. I didn't get the DeMar DeRozan acquisition there for Chicago. I didn't think he would be this successful. He has absolutely proved me wrong. He has been tremendous uh, for them since well, uh, being picked up. The right guy's favorite, let's just say that. Joel Embiid. Yeah, he's averaging, if you round up, he's averaging 30 points, 11 boards, 5 assists, 2 blocks a game. That's monster numbers. Plus, he's also surrounded by the biggest trade of the season out there at and James Harden, which I'm um, not really sure when Harden's playing. Let me see something. He's going to be out a couple weeks. Uh, I think that's. Sixers are on the slate tomorrow. Is there no James Harden? No. I think Harden's out for a little bit. Yeah, I thought I saw something where he's out to after the All Star game because they took him out of the All Star game. That makes sense. Get him in shape. But, I mean. Embiid's balling. Yeah. I mean, I don't see that stopping bar in him. So the only reason I'd play someone else is if you think Embiid's getting injured. Yeah, I, I think. Because I mean, he's on a mission, and he's playing elite basketball. And Giannis probably has a little hangover effect in that he won it last year. Or no, who, who was MVP last year in the NBA? Uh, Jokic. Jokic. The year before Giannis won it. Here before Giannis won it back to back. Right. So maybe it's still a little hangover from that. Jokic kind of can you give it to a guy two years in a row whose team is not even like a threat, you know, to win the NBA championship? You know, which I think is Jokic's problem is Denver is not Yeah, Jamal Murray being out. Yeah, I mean he's on anyone's radar. I mean Steph could get hot at any time. I, I think you're right. I think Joel Embiid yeah. is is I think the James Harden acquisition only enhances that. Uh, once he gets back on the floor, I mean, you did. I like John Moran, but will the NBA let the Memphis Grizzlies 
have the league MVP. <laughs> I mean, Milwaukee had it. It's not like Milwaukee's a massive market. That's true. You know, I mean, he won it back to back. Milwaukee's kind of Chicago, though. You know, Chicago yeah. market. Yeah. Like, what's Memphis market? Nashville. Memphis market's the Memphis market. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, we, we'll talk to JVT. I'm sure later this week. I, I think. You know, Joel Embiid, rightfully so, is the favorite. And I think the James Harden acquisition only enhances the fact uh-huh. that he, you know, he has been playing with Ben Simmons. It's going to be must-see TV yeah. down the stretch. A whole lot of fun to watch. A pretty nice slate of college hoops tomorrow as we are football-free. We need to move on and check out some college basketball. It's the nightcap here on v I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Our own Brent Musburger sat down with legendary sports better Billy Walters for only his second public interview. The full hour? Of this exclusive interview with one of the most feared sports bettors of our time is currently available on vcin.com. Watch the full interview for free right now only at vcin.com. Wrapping things up alongside Sean King, Super Bowl champ. I'm Tim Murray. The Clippers, they're wrapping things up as a nice underdog, another underdog to come home tonight in the NBA as the Clippers leading 119 to 100. A lot of home dogs barking. Oh! Um... Sean, real quick before we get into the college basketball slate, uh, you just pulled up uh, one of the sacks that Joe Burrow took yesterday yeah. uh, in the Super Bowl, and uh, it was uh, what what quarter was that one in? Do you remember? Was that the oh, second? I just moved away. But regardless, it was a, it was a situation where he was sacked by I think it was the middle linebacker for yeah. the Rams. It was uh, third quarter, five minutes, twenty three seconds left. Second and six. So he takes the sack, and and what you were talking about during the break was, you know, he's got to he's got to throw that ball away. Right. Is that just a situation? Look, he's in his second year. First year was, you know, he split time, obviously dealing with uh, with injury, with tearing his ACL. So, is that just inexperience? Is that something over time? <clears throat> you believe Joe Burrow will work out of that and throw that ball away? Yeah, and I think some of it's. You never know how you're going to react when you get in these games. Right. 
until you get there. And there was just something about him when they were walking onto the field that was off. It wasn't the cool, calm confidence that I've seen. And sometimes your body does that. You know, you kind of have an out-of-body experience. Like, I'm here, but, like, I don't feel from a reactionary standpoint, the suddenness that I normally do. And I think a couple of those sacks were like, he kind of got lost. Like, okay, that option's not open. I thought it was. Okay, now what do I do? Okay, they're coming. Let me just fall down. As opposed to, okay, being more intentional, staying locked in. At the end of if you don't like it, throw it at the feet of the guy that's covered and give your team third and six as opposed to taking a nine-yard loss and you being in third and 15. And then out of the seven sacks, it happened like three or four of them. And uh, he'll learn from it, but it just stinks because there's no guarantee since he ever gets back. Right, I mean, it's a hard game to get to, man. And we talk. I mean, look the the <laughs> AFC is no picnic, and that division, the AFC North, is is no joke. Uh, it's, you look it's, at it's hard. Baltimore, if Pittsburgh figures out their quarterback situation, listen. Think about what people thought about the San Francisco 49ers when they lost to Kansas City in the Super Bowl. They hadn't gotten back. Right. Like it's hard to get to that game. They were in the NFC Championship this year, but you know, it, and, and, and think about when Aaron, a, think a, about when Aaron Rodgers won his first one. Yeah, and then the following year they go fifteen and one. Yeah, has he been back since? He has not been back since. You think when they walked off the field after that win, that there was any part of him that was like, what was it ten years? Well, it was two thousand eight, right? It was a twenty ten season, I right? Twenty ten, twelve years later, I won't even been back. Crazy. I mean, it's tough, man. It is. It's tough. Not easy. And with the quarterbacks that are in the AFC, uh, it is, it's going to be challenging. So we'll see. Uh, by the way, excuse me. Uh, if you in the um, – when the props come out, I'd be very interested to see. I think it was BetMGM. There might be some other spots that do it. What a team will do in the first round, what position they'll select or their first I, – I, Gonna imagine it's a pretty heavy favorite that'll be offensive lineman for the Cincinnati Bengals sitting there uh, at 31. All right, let's get to the uh, college basketball slate on Tuesday. It's a good one. And we'll start with the top 10 matchup in Providence, Rhode Island. Number 10 Villanova at the Friars of Providence. And uh, this is a great matchup, an important one there for the Big East. And... You're getting a home team in Providence catching points, Sean. Four or four and a half, depending on where you look. Well, just think about this. Just off of GP, I have a Providence money line bet. Of course you do. Yeah, 100%. I'm going down, do it right after this. Okay, plus 150, ching, cash it. Now, there's no money lines overnight, but yeah. You, you, well, I'll wait then because I want the money line. Get in the morning. Yeah, I won't be happy if they lose by three. A little cigar bet? Nope. Why not? No. How come? Are you going to give me the points? Yeah, I'll give you four. No, it's four and a half. That's four the number that's posted. Where we sit right now, it's four. Do, 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 do. It is four here. At First of all, what is it on DraftKings? I don't care. Yeah, you should. That's where we, where we sit. No, right we now. go by DraftKings. Oh, then hey, Aaron, what's the line at uh, DraftKings? It's four and a half. For Providence and Villanova. Well, if, you, if you're going to bet at Moneyline. No, we're a subsidiary of DraftKings. So that would be the ultimate tiebreaker. We're going to go with that line. I will not go. What's that it. line, Aaron? It's four. All right. Do we got a cigar bet? Four and a half. Nope. All right. Suit yourself. All right. Chicken. 
All right, uh, but let's get to this game. Providence <laughs> and Villanova. And Villanova has won three straight since losing to Marquette. Uh, home win over UConn, beat St. John's on the road, and then over the weekend, they beat Seton Hall. Um, you know, the thing about Providence and, you know, the odds makers <clears throat> still just don't have a ton of respect for the Friars, despite the fact that they are the top team uh, in the Big East. They're 11-1 in conference play. Uh, they have not played Villanova yet, so they have two games left. This is a monster game for Big East uh, standings because if Villanova can find a way to sweep this season series, they would ultimately get uh, that number one seed. Providence, what has hurt them so much, a lot of close wins, Sean, uh, so there's a bit of a, a luck factor can uh, put to the name of Providence, but they're 21-2, and two. they've won eight straight, and now they're catching four and a half at home, oh, man, it, it's telling you something. Uh, certainly, Providence has, you know, they needed overtime at home to beat DePaul over the weekend. Uh, they just, they they thrive on very close margin situations, but they keep winning. They're 14-9 ATS. They're mm -hmm. one of the better cover teams in the country. Uh, but I will go with Villanova here. I will lay the four uh, with Villanova, I think they take care of Providence, but this is a huge, huge game in the Big East. And I think, you know, for Providence, which, by the way, you look at bracketology, they're sitting on a two-line. Uh, they've, they've got a really impressive resume. Their two losses came by double figures, so that is what hurts them, I think, ultimately in the eyes of odds makers. Close wins and two losses were blowouts, but they're a good team. There's no denying it. Ed Cooley's one of my favorite coaches in college basketball. Uh, but I do like Villanova here. I mean, we're going to get to the rest of the games. I already told you Providence money line. So. All right, let's get to Kentucky and Tennessee. Kentucky on the road. Uh, they're laying some points. Yeah, a little stinky, huh? A little. A little stinky. Kentucky's a dog? Oh, Tennessee wins outright. Absolutely. This, this line is telling you this is Tennessee's game. But wasn't the Villanova line telling you that it was well, Villanova's first of all, game? I don't look at the lines when it comes to Nova. I'm biased. Mm. Yeah, your bet's not looking too good. Uh, yeah, Tennessee laying a point at home against Kentucky. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting spot. Yeah. Interesting spot there uh, for Tennessee <clears throat> against Kentucky. Kentucky uh, coming off of uh, a nice win against Florida, you know, up ahead against Alabama. So it's not really a, a crazy Bad situational spot, but they're on the road. Uh, tricky environment. Kentucky has won six straight. Yeah, I'll roll with you. I'll take the volunteers here. Okay, they sounds good. Um, how about your Duke Blue Devils taking on Wake Forest, Sean? Yeah, I'm a watch. Duke at home yeah, laying watch. laying eleven against Wake Forest. See, teams get up to play us. So that's true. Yeah, I'm just gonna watch like a fan. Jeremy Roach, by the way, in our win the other day, went one for seven again. Against Boston College, yeah, 11 yep. is the number right now. Uh, Duke Lang, 11 <clears throat> against Wake Forest. Uh, Wisconsin going on the road to Indiana. Wisconsin is catching three points. Yeah, they're saying Indiana's against the Indiana Hoosiers. I mean, the Big East, Big Ten. It just can I give my two uh, plays because they're not top 25. Yeah, plays. what are your favorite games? So my favorite games are I like Texas tomorrow they're at Oklahoma. Okay. I love them to cover the one and a half. And then I love San Diego State at home. But the point is, I think Utah State is coming to town. So Texas, yeah, laying a point uh, on the road at Oklahoma. Yep. And you're going with San Diego State at home. 
laying four against Utah. And Puck Stradamus' play of the day tomorrow is Calgary Flames puck line. All right. I think sits at minus 112. All right, so you're on Texas. Uh, I'll roll with Tennessee uh, against Kentucky and then Villanova, baby. Yeah, I'll definitely have a problem. Wildcats. Moneyline bet. Wildcats going up against the Friars. Going to be a great one tomorrow night. That one starts at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. So as soon as we hit the airwaves, we could be coming down to the wire. One of us could be in a rocking chair. Based off of my recent history, Sean's going to win this bet. There's almost no doubt. All right, Scott Seidenberg is coming up next with the look ahead. It is the nightcap here on Visa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.